welcome to Hearts and Stripes, your one-stop shop for all things military marriage. I hope our discussions and interviews equip you with the tools to start or grow a beautiful marriage as we address the benefits and challenges of milled marriage. I believe life's most precious moments are worth celebrating, so I'll help you design your marriage blueprint in alignment with your core values. Thank you for joining us, and remember to rate, subscribe, and review. Let's do this. Ladies, lean in because I have some exciting news for you. This episode is brought to you by the Commands Collective community. Now, if you haven't been on Instagram with us building and shaping this community, don't worry. You still have the opportunity to be a part. The Command Collective is a 12-month implementation and support experience for military women and spouses ready for community of diverse women who are looking to root one another on as we thrive personally in our marriage and in building a legacy. Listen, this membership is like none other and you can try it for $1 for the full first month. You get this? Okay, and the reason why, let me tell you why, it is so important to be in community is because what I've realized is you don't go as far as your dream, you go as far as your team. So I am inviting you to get a part of this collective team with the Command Collective community. Check it out today at com slash community. That's com slash community. And we can't wait to welcome you into the Command Collective. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to Hearts and Stripes podcast. This is your host, Brie Carroll, here with another Heart to Heart, and I want to welcome you back to our Unwrap and Recap series. I am so excited to be looking back at some of the most popular episodes right here at Hearts and Stripes podcast, and this one actually was our season two opener episode that I'm really excited to share with you guys. But before we dive into the episode, I want you all to welcome my fabulous co-host for the Unwrap and Recap series, none other than Juvelin Garcia. Juvelin, say hello to everyone out there. Hello, hello, you guys. I'm so excited to be here, especially during this series to go over our top episodes. So thank you, Brie, again for asking me. I feel so honored to be back again on your uh, your podcast. So thank you, guys. Yes, and if you want to hear more about Juvelin, you absolutely have to go check out her episode on Hearts and Stripes podcast. That's episode 50. So she is a fellow marriage advocate. She is an influencer in these streets. So check her out on Facebook. Um, and if you need something cute to wear casual fitness wise, Zaya, that's your girl, check out Jubilee. So we are going to go straight into this episode where we are going to recap episode 48. This is with my coach and client, Patrice Washington, um, connected in marriage and purpose and Juvelin, This was like I mentioned the season two opener, and I was so excited to have Patrice on there. So let me give you some background for those who have not listened to that episode. Don't worry. The, un- the unwrapping recap series is all about going back and checking it out. 
anyway. But so I, I really need to say, um, especially for this recap, like the person that you see here on this mic in front of you, um, Patrice Washington had a lot to do with this version of Brie, this season of Brie. She is actually an amazing coach. Um, and I actually did her program purpose to platform. Uh, let me go back. I actually did her program command the stage, which is like a speaking program. It's so much more than that, but I actually found out about her around the time that I received the recognition of being the 2020, 2021 Armed Forces Insurance Air Force Spouse of the Year. And I was like, oh gosh, you guys are going to want me to like talk and do things. And I don't want to embarrass anybody. So <laughs> when I found Patrice and just seeing her being successful on TV and radio and all these different areas, I was like, oh, she's got a speaking course where I can like craft the talk and like feel confident you know, with this platform that I was just given, like, sign me up, I'm going to be in there. And when I tell you, Command the Stage has done so much more to transform my life and my business and the woman that I am now, it, it really is amazing. So shout out to her. Um, and, and I absolutely love her for that program, because one of the things that she says is chase purpose, not money. That that's one of her, um, catchphrases are something that you can hear her say very often, chase purpose, not money. And I'm excited because Juvelin also had the honor of receiving um, another title. Juvelin, share with everyone your title as you are a fellow soy and had, was given a platform as well. Yes, uh, so I am the MCRD 2020-2021 Military Spouse of the Year. I am really, really excited for that. I think that was actually my hardest duty station, but most challenging, um, hardest, but most rewarding duty station is what mm, I meant to say. Yeah. Uh, earning, that, uh, earning that reward, uh, it really humbled me because I think a lot of people, um, I just showed up, I started volunteering, I got really invested in trying to create strong military marriages out on the depot because it's one of the highest rate of divorces in our military community, um, yeah. especially in the Marine Corps. So I think it was to see me and my husband go from me, ha I hated the depot in the beginning. I was pre newly pregnant with the twins. Uh, twins mm -hmm. don't run in our family, so it's just a lot of adjusting. I did not want to be on the depot. I did not want to be away from him. And then to thrive and see others be inspired by our journey, it was really, it was really humbling for me. So I, when I won that, when I won that title, it was, it came with so much because I realized how many people were actually watching my journey, how many people looked at me and was like, if she can do it, I can do it too. And with everything I do, I duplication is so important to me. I think anyone is capable of doing anything, but I think it's so important um, for me to like grab the hand of other military spouses and just be like, look, I did it. You can do it too. Like we can do this together. And I yeah. think in different duty stations, a lot of times, a lot of people feel so alone and they don't verbalize it. And so yeah. I really love what you know, military spouses of the year, the program is just doing is getting people to advocate in those certain bases and actually tell people to show them the resources. Because I think even there's so much that military marriages 
have at hand. It's just we don't realize the accessibility of these resources. So I think having someone to advocate it and actually share it is huge. It was huge for my duty station. I know it's huge within your community as well, Bree. Yeah. So I'm super excited to be alongside with Bree um, as we went through that title. And just, I, like I said, it really humbled me and it, it brought out a whole different side of me because uh, Juju before the depot, I never volunteered in my life. I didn't know right. what a fra was. I, in Quantico people, I don't think people really thought Martin had a wife because other than the ball, <laughs> other than the ball, I never came around. I had, I had my own career and I told my husband, I'm like, you can do your functions. I just don't have time for it. And I, it actually makes me sad. Uh, this is our fourth, fifth, fifth, fourth duty station. Um, but people really didn't think he had a spouse and to see how much I, you know, grew on the depot. <laughs> he, everyone knew he had a spouse. I, it, right. I was very well known, and it was because I was so supportive. So, if I can tell any of you newer spouses something, spousal support is so important. I think um, while most men and women, but mainly men, don't express that, your your support is everything. And I think that was the only way me and my husband survived that challenging duty station. So. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? That's what I love about your story, um, particularly as it parallels with um, this particular episode. One, you are really transparent. You started telling your story. And that and that's one thing that Patrice like really advocates for and chasing purpose, not money, like sharing your story allows people to connect with you. Um, not, and not because you're not chasing the shiny thing. Like it doesn't have to be like monetary thing, but you're not, you weren't chasing the shiny thing. You were just showing up. You were just serving and in going after that purpose and serving. I like to say the, the, your, your purpose within that season, right. Yeah. It, it gave way to this awesome opportunity, um, via this, this program, um, which is sponsored by Armed Forces Insurance. So shout out to them. But the second yeah. thing that I love about that is um, early in the episode, Patrice talks about like how the foundation of their relationship is their friendship. And I truly do see that um, with you and Martin, that friendship that you guys have had over time. I know that is true to Donovan and my story, I feel like I really did marry my best friend. And I used to say really corny things when we first married. Like, I was like, this is so cool. I feel like I get to have a sleepover for the rest of my life with my best friend. I, like, it, right. Like it's corny guys. It's fine. Judge yourself. <laughs> but, <laughs> but that's really how I feel. I really feel like I get to do life with my best friend. And I know I can definitely see that in your relationship as well. As fate would have it, we were reintroduced um, in a different light and hit it off as friends. That's and, awesome. you know, that was the foundation. So from the time we lost our child, our first child was born prematurely and passed after five hours in our arms. And we had to grieve that together to building a seven-figure business straight out of college and losing that business in the last recession and literally going from seven figures to scraping up change. My husband went from tailored suits to taking a job at Taco Bell to make sure that we had health insurance. Mm -hmm. You know, and through all of the things, 
our friendship is the thing that always kept us solid. And so, um, you know, for me, I would say one of our biggest pieces of advice, and he would attest to this if he was there, sometimes we have to say, um, I don't need my spouse right now. I need my best friend. Mm, that's awesome. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah. And sometimes you have to take that hat off because the spirit of offense can really jack things up, right? Like there's that spirit that wants to be offended for every little thing that does not go your way. Um, you're selfish, you're inconsiderate, you're childish, you're the, whatever the things are, right? Right. And so I know that you need to have friends and support groups and your girlfriends where you can go and share. But I've learned that there's nothing better than sharing with my absolute best friend. Because ultimately, if he can hear my heart without that lens of offense and understand that I'm not attacking you, but I have to share my truth or I have mm -hmm. to tell my friend that this is how I feel, then we can typically work things out so much sooner than going to a girlfriend who may or may not have the wisdom or the capacity to hold whatever this story is and give me any advice that would actually move us forward. Absolutely. But my best friend knows my spouse <laughs> and they can go talk it out and come back and we can come to some type of resolve. And that has been one of the greatest lessons is just tapping into that friendship and remembering it's not us against each other. It's us against whatever the circumstance may be. Share a little bit on how important that friendship has been for like your marriage. Uh, so me and my husband, a really funny story. Um, we are both military brats. We met in grade school, so not high school sweethearts. We actually met in elementary school in Okinawa, Japan. Love it. Uh, so I'm hoping to get there after here just because it, it holds so much uh so much memories for us, but we were stationed out there. Um, I am older than my husband. So um, I like to say a year and a half, he'll tell you two grade levels. So um, if he, if he catches that and yes. he says I'm a cougar, I'm really um, but he would always, we'd always run out to the playground. Um, he had a crush on me that I didn't even know, but um, I was always really attracted to his persona. He always, he always had a piece in his hand. I really don't know. It's funny because 16 years later when we reconnected, he still, his favorite food is pizza. So um, <laughs> that was always our joke um, on our wedding. But no, it was really actually funny because I was going to nursing school. My dad got stationed again in Okinawa, Japan. And he, that was Martin's first duty station. And we, um, when I was in high school, he was in high school, we were just really good friends on MySpace. Talk of MySpace is a thing. Yeah. Um, woo <laughs> we would always just message each other. We were like really just homies. Like he was going through a really toxic relationship. I was the same, but we were kind of just there for each other support wise. Yeah. And then one day I was visiting my parents in Okinawa and I came across this picture and it looked like the background was right down the street from where my parents lived. And I was like, there's no way. Um, so that saying what's meant to be will be, I really do believe in it because yeah. um, since 1997, um, didn't reconnect till 2012, got married in 2013. Um, and we've been together ever since. And when, what Bree talks about, I think friendship is so important because even through me and my husband's struggles, um, 
we're really, we're really best friends. Like he's the first person I confide in. Mm-hmm. Um, we still know our kids see our friendships too. So uh, we're very playful with each other. Um, you can see it. Everyone sees it when they meet us as well. But he really is my best friend. He's the first person I go to, the last person I see at nighttime. So I think it's really important to have a friendship. And I think in the beginning, and I talk about this a lot in um, my platform and what I advocate for, but a lot of people think dating is only when you're boyfriend and girlfriend, but mm, I'm yeah. so dating your spouse within your marriage. And me and my husband, we don't do it as often with this crazy PCS, but we do still do it at least once a week. And whether that looks like just Netflix and chill, or whether that looks like just having crackers and cheese and just talking out our struggles throughout the week. We still make time for each other because I think it's so crucial for you to invest in your spouse. Um, without investing in your spouse, your marriage won't thrive. And I, I see it. Um, some of my best friends, when they ask me, like, how do you and Martin keep the spark alive? It's because we still date each other. I still yeah. ask him how his day I still, we still compliment each other. Like, if I see him and he's looking good, I'm like, whoo, talk to Molly. Like, I need to get some of that. Yes. Um, his my oldest he's gonna be eight next year but he'll be like mom can you and dad not whistle at each other um because I we do and you know he'll send me random texts like today he's like why is my wife so hot and I just cracked up because we still send these funny things to each other just to keep those sparks alive and I think it's different um being with someone who you actually have a friendship with versus just being married because there, there is a huge difference. And I think creating, it's not too late. I try to tell people that too. It's not too late, but getting to know your spouse, because things are always changing. Like my favorite color when we got married, is not my favorite color now. But mm-hmm. actually having conversations with your spouse and getting to know them can really make a difference in your marriage. It, it really can. And it starts with having a friendship. Yeah, I love that. And that's the highlight. That was the highlight for me. Um, specifically regarding marriage in this relation in this episode um, with Patrice Washington um, when she talked about that friendship and for those who are interested we will drop a link so that you can connect with Juvelin because if you need a date night idea this is your girl her Martin they got this thing figured out when it comes to date nights and I am so excited to um, really start being more intentional because that's something that my husband and I like have been side eyeing each other about like, dude, we need to get a consistent sitter so we can go on these date nights. <laughs> and we have and, and one of the things that we are being intentional about and we're putting on the calendar and we're putting resources to you hear me talk about this plan, guys, you got to plan it, plan it. If it doesn't plan, if you don't plan it, it's not going to happen. But figuring out a sitter, saving money, putting a budget together that incorporates a date night and dedicating the time. Um, we're going to work on doing a monthly, a monthly, at least monthly date night. We still do lunch dates and things like that, but something that's a little more special than just we had lunch together. Um, because I think doing little activities, trying new experiences together, that's really how you connect Um, within that friendship. And then the other thing that I really liked about the episode with Patrice, um, for those who have known her before, they called her the money maven. But I love that her new book that she was on there talking about redefine wealth for yourself, 
really positions her six pillars of wealth to make you rethink about what it means to be wealthy. Um, and, and she uses the original definition or the 12th century definition that wealth, uh, it simply means well-being and it's more than just money, right? So a lot of her platform and specifically that book, it talks about the six pillars of wealth, which if I don't say I'm in the right order, guys, I mean, get the book for yourself and check it out. But the six pillars of wealth, there's fit pillar. I know it starts with that because um, she often says like that is one of the most important. And when she says fit, she means like you only get one body. So take care of it. Take care of your mind. Take care of your body. Um, and, and it's it's a wellness, right? Well-being. That's what fit pillar is all about. And then people, space, faith, money, and work pillar. Those are the six pillars of wealth. And you really have to have them all like, you, you have to be working on each of them to kind of like have that overall wellness and well-being. So I explained a little bit about fit people pillar. Are you taking care of those relationships? Are you guarding those people that are in your circle, your space pillar space is more so like, are you, do you have like a lot of clutter, like in your house? Like, are you organized? Like, do you, have you created a space for you to like really thrive, like in your life? Um, faith, we know what faith pillar is, but I love how she says, like, I don't, she, she, and, and I appreciate this because um, we're definitely very inclusive here on the podcast as well. She says, like, I don't care what your faith is. Are you practicing it? Like, if you say you believe in something, are you actually applying and practicing it? So I so appreciate her that with the faith pillar, money pillar, are you being a good steward of your of your things, right? Are you, are you working those, the, those finances or are you really just out here chasing money and making bad decisions um, as it relates to money and then work? How are you stewarding your time? What are you putting your hands to? And I can say, looking at these um, as we're, you know, approaching the new year, we're doing this recap. As I look at these six pillars, I know personally the one that myself, my, my marriage relationship, we need to focus on that fit pillar and that faith pillar. So those would be the two that I think we, we would be intentional about working on. I say fit pillar just because one, I would love for us to get more in rhythm with our, our, our workouts regularly, and then also be more mindful about how we're fueling our bodies, right? Um, and then the other one that I would say, the reason why I would say faith pillar is because, um, we are believers, but like, are we really doing what the book says? Like do the book. I love that. That was like a pastor said that one time. He was just like, just do the book. And it's like, oh yeah, I should just do what it says. Like, it's really simple. <laughs> like just do the book. So it's one of those things like, yeah, we say we love God, but are we really praying? Are we cultivating a relationship? Are we practicing? Are we doing the things that we say we believe? Boom, plain and simple. So I definitely want to, and I believe that we are, but I'm just putting more emphasis on it especially during this season, as I feel like we're trusting God for like new things. And it's like, I want to make sure I feel firm in my faith as we go and do big, scary things um, together in our military marriage. So out of those Juvelin, um, I'll, I'll say the six pillars again, which one um, are you and Martin kind of like 
focusing in on as you get ready to start this new year? Is it fit, people, space, money, work, or faith? Um, so actually really funny because when you said yours, I was like, those are mine. Um, but no, same thing is fit. Um, he regularly works out. He has to, uh, he has to PT every day, uh, right. which for those who aren't military, it's um, physical. Um, oh my God. It's cool. PT. Uh, training? Training. 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 Spouses <laughs> don't know everything. Don't know that. Facts. But facts. And I work out regularly, like on my own, but I, I think we kind of fell off the track, um, especially coming to Hawaii. Um, we indulge so much. And I know in, um, our la- in this series, when we recap with Heather, um, it's okay to, you know, indulge in the good stuff, but then yeah. portioning it is very important. And we suck at portioning um, because <laughs> I, love, I, I love food so much. And sometimes I don't know when to quit. Sometimes I don't even think I'm hungry, but it just smells good and I have to keep eating. So I think going into, you know, the new year as we transition, uh, me and my husband talked about, it's okay for us to have like really good malasadas or locomocos, but just portioning it. So we're not yeah. overeating. is going to be really, really big. And then faith. It's really actually funny that we're talking about this because when you had asked me to be a co-host with you, I was telling Martin, I feel so guilty because there was a time where we were so good with our faith. And it's not that we don't practice regularly, but can, or be, have our beliefs, but are we really doing everything in the Lord's doing and how he wants us to serve? Yeah. Um, I can't, I can't fully hundred percent say yes. I can't say that um, when God's telling me to wait, that I'm actually waiting or when God's telling mm, me. Yeah. Uh, same, to, same sis. We're here. <laughs> Exactly. Am I really doing that? So I know together, and we actually just talked about this last week, we want to be better at serving and actually looking uh, to the Lord and knowing what is he asking us to do? Because I feel like um, while me and him are both thriving, um, and we've been doing so well within these last three months, but are we doing what God's asking us to do? Are we really listening to his calling? I don't think we we all know and we practice you know, we pray before we eat, we do all those, you know, everyday things. But just like you said, like, are we doing what he's really asking us to do? And I think that's going to be huge going into the new year. Yes, I I'm really excited. Everyone who is listening, uh, take inventory for yourself. Are yours the same as ours? Maybe, maybe yours is people and you need to work on some relationships. Maybe yours is money and you need some support or people to, or someone to hold you accountable for not overspending for the holiday or whatever that looks like and getting your finances in order. Maybe you're prioritizing your career and your work over family time and being with the people that you love. So whatever that pillar is, I would love for you. And we'll, I'll post all the pillars so that you can kind of see what they are. And I would love for you to share with us Which are the two that you're going to be intentional about working on as we enter this new year, 2022? And again, shout out to Patrice Washington for the Connected in Marriage and Purpose episode. That's episode 48. I highly encourage you to check out her book, Redefine Wealth for Yourself. You can get that on Audible too, because I'm totally like an Audible type of girl when it comes to, to reading books, unless I'm like on an airplane, then I'll turn a page. I don't know why it's like that, but it just is what it is. Um, So you can definitely check out the book there. And for all my purpose chasers 
out there. Um, if she has something special around the holiday season, we will also drop that in the show notes. Um, if she has something coming up, we definitely want you to get involved. Um, again, shout out to my coach and client, Patrice Washington, for episode 48, the season two episode opener, which I'm so glad made it to one of the top episodes that we are covering here in the Unwrap and Recap series. So Juvelin, thank you for joining me again as we discuss all the good things in the episodes here on Hearts and Stripes. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for tuning in. Remember to rate, subscribe, and review. This is Hearts and Stripes. We are the few, the proud, that aim high and are forged by love. Always ready, always there. We are Mill Marriage Strong.